I hope you are having so much fun during your teacher summer. It has been so much fun releasing these replay episodes of the This Teacher Life podcast. Even though summer allergies have hit me in a real way, it is not holding me back. And I don't want anything to hold you back from having the summer that you deserve. I also don't want anything to hold you back from having an incredible teacher life as this new school year approaches. And that's why I'm re-releasing this top downloaded episode. It was originally released in January and it is titled Three Ways to Love Teaching This Year Even When It's Freaking Hard. Yeah, it is. It was last year and the reality is it'll probably be another really hard year. But when things are really hard, I also think they're really rewarding. So sit back on your pool floats, put on your sunnies, and let's have an awesome replay episode. Teacher friends, this winter weather is no joke, and I am stinking freezing, sitting here with my cup of hot apple juice, Which is weird, maybe to some people, but I I dig a cup of hot apple juice. I've got on my compression stockings like an old woman. And here I am, super pumped to deliver an incredible episode. Part two of this series that we're doing on how to bring your teacher game to another level. The weather outside is cold, but I'm just going to be really real. The ideas in this episode are hot. Oh yeah, okay, that is a dad joke. Cold and hot, no? All right, guys, for real, I'm just really, really amped up to get into this episode and to answer number two question on how we can be game changers for kids. Let's go! There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast this teacher life. So last week we started part one of this three-part series with a killer episode titled Four Ridiculous Ways to Have Fun with Kids in Class That Are Free and Effective. And the big overarching question in that episode was, can kids walk out of our classrooms saying yes to the question, did we have fun today? But 
part two of this, the second question that we have to ask ourselves to determine like, are we being game changers is to ask ourselves as teachers, did we have fun today? And I think that this is a question that is more important for us to ask ourselves now more than ever. I think that COVID teaching has taken so much out of us and so much out of the people in our profession and our colleagues. This work is harder than it ever has been. And we deserve, for real, to be able to log off of our classrooms or walk out of our classrooms and say, yes, I, as the teacher, loved my job today. I loved what I did today. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certainly going to be times that are hard and times that are frustrating and times that we're like, we want to quit. But we have seen on social media and in the news that people are leaving our profession at an unbelievable rate. And honestly, I get why. I really do. Like, this shit's hard and it's frustrating and it's scary. And that's why I think that we have to ask ourselves every single day, hey, Monica, did you love what you did today? Hey, teacher friend, I'm asking you right now, like, did you love what you did today? And I think we have to be really, really honest with ourselves. I firmly believe that we as teachers deserve to love our experience as educators. And last week we focused on our kids having a good time. Our kids walking out being like, oh my gosh, I loved class today. Even if it was for only a few minutes. But the question is, do you love that as well? And so I think sometimes teachers have major teacher guilt for asking this kind of question. Because they're like, well that's not, that's not important. I, like, I can't say yes to that every day. And my thing is, why not? Like, why can't we say yes to that every single day? It is not selfish to love being a part of this profession. It is not socially irresponsible to intentionally do things in our classrooms every day so we can continue to have passion in this profession. So what I want to do is give you three ideas on things that I do in my own classroom to make me love my job, to get me driving home from my school being like, shoot dang, what a beautiful blessing that I am part of this profession. And even if some of you are still um, doing virtual teaching, that at least you're logging off of your Chromebook or shutting down your webcam for the night and being like, you know what, this is not ideal, but I sure did enjoy being with kids today. So let's dive into three things that I'm doing. Again, these are my personal things, but as you hear these ideas, I want you to be reflecting on what's your thing, what's your jam, all right? So this first one is kind of silly, but does it help me love my job every single day? It does, and it is about shoes. Now, fun fact I have never been a shoe person before COVID. To be really real, I was the opposite of a shoe person. I was that person who refused to spend more than like $20 
on a pair of shoes. I was that person who would wear flip-flops in the middle of January with snow on the ground and be like, Monica, like, aren't your feet cold? And I'm like, whatever, it's easy, it's a flip-flop. I never understood what a good shoe felt like, both like on your foot and just for your teacher morale and mentality. And I, during COVID, have gotten really into shoes. I think everyone's kind of developed this like weird thing that they've gotten into. And I'm curious what yours is. Like, what are you like prior to COVID? I didn't care about this. Or pre-COVID, I didn't spend time doing this or spend money on this. For me, it's shoes. And... I think somewhere during COVID, I got the plantar fasciitis and was forced to buy a nice pair of shoes. And that one pair of shoes was like a domino for me spending, I'm like an embarrassing amount of money on shoes. It's like I'm embarrassed to admit that I have probably purchased 10 pairs of shoes in the past 10 months. I don't know if that's bad. Maybe that's maybe that's not bad, but this has become a guilty pleasure of mine. So what does that have to do with teaching? Let's get back to that, right? So I have these shoes. I love these shoes. Well, you know who else is really into shoes? Middle school and high school kids are super into shoes. They will give you their opinion on your kicks, whether you want it or not. And it has become something that is so fun they like rate my shoes like miss g those look really good with that pair of pants right now my kids are saying things like that's gas which is code for like that's really cool or that's really good looking so they're like oh yeah those shoes are gas or like yeah miss g those are fire and those are the things i'm looking for like i don't know why the positive affirmations on my shoe selection from 13 year olds makes me love my job so much but it's part of those those quirky things that make us love what we do and so It brings me great joy to walk into my classroom to hear like, girl, you, that was not a good shoe choice today. And to get their opinions and their critiques, I can handle it, even though sometimes it's a little rough and raw. That makes me love my job. So am I willing to spend one full minute every single day on kids talking about shoes and Nike Air Max 270s and oh Miss G you got to get some of them Kyrie's and I'm like I'm gonna have to google that because I don't even know what they look like and then I google it and I'm like you guys for real these shoes are ugly and they're like girl no they're not yeah it's worth it that is worth it because not only does it develop in relationship with kids and create camaraderie which you know I'm passionate about but it makes me smile as the teacher I love those conversations that have nothing to do with the content, but it's so much fun. Is it selfish? No. Is it a waste of time? No. Now, I'm going to be real. I'm not spending 42 minutes every single day talking about shoes. I'm not even spending four minutes talking about shoes. But am I willing and are you willing to have that minute of conversation on something that you love? that gets kids talking and communicating and having fun with you. I think we have to enjoy what we do. And I want you to hear me clearly. You stinking deserve that teacher friend.
You know what else I think teachers deserve right now? Teachers deserve to have a little fun with what they're reading, what they're wearing, what they're subscribing to. I feel like even though the holiday season just passed, my question is, did you get a gift that's going to help you bring your teacher game to another level? And if you are looking for that thing to motivate you or to make you laugh as a teacher, or maybe it's to make you feel good, maybe you are that teacher who loves a good teacher t-shirt, then you guys are in for a treat. You can head over to monicajensa.com slash shop where I have completely remodeled my web store and we've got all t-shirt sizes back in stock. We've got all of my books back on there including my newest 365 Days of Awesome. It is a very, very user-friendly one-stop shop where you can get fun books, you can get fun t-shirts, you can get fun ideas, you can get my book called Game Changers, which is what this series is all about. Head on over to monicajensen.com slash shop and spend a little time and attention on getting you something that is so fun because teacher friend, you deserve it. Okay, so let's get into another thing that I think is fun. And because I think it's fun, I think that we should incorporate it into our classrooms. And maybe you're with me on this one. I am known for having some killer dance moves. Now, I want to be super clear. When I say killer dance moves, I don't mean in like a, oh, you could be a backup dancer for like one of the hot recording artists right now. No, like I'm not legitimately good, but I do have substantially more rhythm and coordination than I think people would predict. And it does gain me some street cred with kids. Plus, I love to do it. So every once in a while, will I bust out in full 10 second dance party in my classroom? 100% yes. 100% yes. Like somebody will say something in class. A student will respond to a question and I'll get excited and I will throw out like full dance party. And the kids will stare at me, but I like will have a moment. And when I walk out of my classroom that day and ask myself, Monica, did you as a teacher enjoy what you did today? If I had a 10 second dance party that day, then my answer is usually like, yes, girl. Yes, you did love your job. And again, this is one of these things that is important to me. Maybe you're not a dancer. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe singing's your thing. Maybe you bust out in a 10 second little melody, okay? Whatever it is, like do more of it. In fact, I got a quick little story here. So uh, right before winter break, I busted out some holiday just dance. I literally went to the YouTube and said to start out each class period, I'm going to do a three minute just dance video. And there were like 10 or 12 holiday themed dances from just dance on YouTube, like recorded video games. And I chose one for each of my class periods. And this could have absolutely been a warm up or like brain break at the start of the class period where I just kind of like took a sip of coffee, did some attendance, sent an email while the kids were dancing, 
Or this could have been an opportunity where I'm like, heck yes, I'm dancing with you. Heck yes, I'm putting on my dancing pants right now. And I think kids love that. When we get involved with the activities, you know as a teacher that it is not uncommon for your kids to say, well, are you going to play along? Are you going to do it? Are you going to participate? And they love it when our answer is, heck yes. Not, no, guys, I'm sorry, I got to send a quick email. Nope, guys, I'm going to be the judge, which is a freaking teacher cop out for, no, I don't want to participate. So during these four minutes, I went for it and I went for it hard and I got freaking sweaty. One of the days that I did this, it was um, holiday pajamas. And let me tell you, flannel is not a breathable pattern. And I got super sweaty as I brought the heat on these dance moves. The kids were into it. They were laughing. I was laughing. I was sweating. The kids were like, Miss Jenta, you're seriously a good dancer. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I know, right? And it was so much fun. And when I walked out, a sweaty hot mess of my school that day, and I reflected on my commute home, Monica, did you love your job today? My answer was, oh my gosh, yes. My students stunk so bad after those four minutes. And I kept blaming that stinky room on my students throughout each class period. And as I was driving home, I thought, girl, maybe it's you. I mean, you have just had full dance party in every single class. Maybe you stank. I probably did, honestly. But the point is, it was a four-minute dance right before holiday break that 10 second dance party that I am known for doing got brought up a level. And you know what else, you know what else got brought up a level? My teacher game. Because when we are in a great mood, I'm hitting the microphone, I'm so excited right now. But when we are in a great mood, it does impact our teaching in a great way. And how do we get into a great mood? By doing things we like. And I like dancing and maybe you like singing or whatever it is. But hear me when I say, do more of it. I got one quick idea to finalize this episode. And it's, again, something that I like. And this isn't me talking about things that I like. That is not the purpose of this episode. But you guys know if you've been a listener of this podcast, the way that I do it is by giving examples. And I think when we can give examples that are related to us in the form of a story, that really helps us as listeners and that really helps us as learners. So for me, again, something that I love, quoting movies. I love quoting movies movies. And just the other day in class, a kid was like, man, I want to do this in class. We haven't done that forever. And I was like, forever. And they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, forever, forever. And they're like, what is happening? And I was like, name the movie. Who knows what movie that is from? And they're like, we have no idea. They're like, all we said was we haven't done that in forever. And I'm like, you guys don't know who goes forever. Maybe you know. Come on, this is a great movie. Some of you might have shouted it out in your car or during your workout as you're listening. It's Sandlot, right? It's totally Sandlot. Yes, you totally know the scene where that happens. And then I pulled it up on YouTube real quick. I found a 12-second clip 
of when the, the like cop is saying forever in like the black and white scene and the kids heard it and they cracked up, that took literally in total 30 seconds. Was that 30 second pause fun for me? Yes. Was it fun for my students? Yes. Do you see how this works, right? These two questions, did the students have fun? Did students enjoy it? Yes. Did we as the teacher enjoy it? Yes. That is how this works, is when we love our job, it spills over to our students. Another one happened the other day. They were talking about how like in English, they were having to do like a mock trial for something. They were working on like speaking skills and they kept saying like a mock trial. And they kept saying mock and I kept being like mock, yeah. And they're like, why do you keep saying yeah? And I'm like, mock, yeah. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, bird, yeah, mock, yeah, bird. Yeah, sing, yeah, Mockingbird now, have you? And they're like, what is happening? It's from a movie. They couldn't identify the movie and there were a couple of kids like, I know it, I know it. And maybe you know it. One of my favorite movies of all time, The Dumb and Dumber, okay? And so again, I just incorporated, I slipped in a movie quote and it was hilarious and the kids were laughing and I was loving that moment. I think sometimes when it comes to being teachers, we overcomplicate things. And sometimes the number one question that we can ask ourselves is like, for real, teacher friend, do you love your job? Do you love walking into the school or logging into your classroom every single day? And maybe it's not five for five in a week. Maybe it's three out of five, maybe it's four out of five, but I really believe that in order to save our profession and to save our sanity and to keep us in a profession that we're passionate about, we have to ask this question more often. Maybe it's a pledge that you're making to yourself in the year 2021 that you are going to start reflecting on all three of these questions. Did my students enjoy it? Did I as the teacher enjoy it? And next week, question number three is coming. And question number three is gonna tie this whole series up into a perfect little box where we can put a bow on it and be like, mm, yes, this is who we wanna be as teachers in order to bring our teacher game to another level. I super hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already listened to last week's about the four ridiculous ways to get kids to have fun, go check that out right now. In fact, if you haven't clicked subscribe on this podcast, click that button so each week these episodes are dropping directly into your app that you are listening in so you are not missing a single second of this teacher life. I love living this teacher life. I love being a part of this profession. And I want to continue asking myself these questions. And as a gift, I just, I'm passing these questions along to you because I really believe they make a difference. These questions have been game changers for my career and I want them to be game changers for your career as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Monica Genta. I don't know why I never, I've never said my name at the end of the episode and I've never sang it like that, but it just felt right. So I did it. And you know what else feels right? Live in this teacher life. So thanks for being a part of it, everybody.